Welcome to Season 2 of the Practicing Presence Podcast, where spiritual formation is fueled through a variety of practices rather than a single prescriptive time of devotion, where we discuss different spiritual practices that help us be more present with God, others, and ourselves. What's going on, practitioners? What's up, friends? How are we doing? So we're starting a new series on Visio Divina. Now, Colin, do you have a definition for Visio, like a textbook definition for Visio Divina? Like something that you could just, this is what this thing is? Divine sight. Okay, fair enough. I mean, if you want to break down the Latin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah if you want to break down. Just, divine eyes. Yeah, yeah divine sight. Seeing the divine. Like. No, it's seeing through divine lenses. Sure. Um, yeah. That. Dude, like, I didn't even realize that. So, like. I, I used to talk about these things called like God moments or Jesus moments where it's just like, I see the goodness that God has created. I see the goodness in the world. I see the beauty and it's freaking awesome. But I always used to call those like a God moments or Jesus moments or something to that effect. I had no idea that that is a form of Visio Divina. I've been doing that that crap for years. To be fair, it's not. Uh, yeah, the, yeah. The textbook definition of Visio Divina, uh, in the way it's been practiced for thousands of years, sure, that doesn't meet the qualification. I agree with you that yeah. it should, though, because right, I'm yeah, I'm reinterpreting a little bit by giving the simple definition of divine eyes or divine sight. But yeah, heard. I there is you. formal practice for it, but that is what you're doing. It is, yeah. Right, like you you're, are seeing... You're glorifying God and contemplating and exploring your relationship with God based on something you see in your eyes. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it's it's literally just this moment that I see right now. Yep, sometimes it is that. Like, it could be just seeing this, this view of the cameras or the camera, the, the lights this general perspective of the room that I have. Yeah, it could be. I don't you know, really think it is. It's huh? not my vibe for divine. It's not my, it's not my yeah. vibe for Vizio Divina. But like but yeah. anything Heard. can be a beautiful sight oh, in the yeah. right headspace. Right. Like, so if, if you think about it like that, the headspace that you approach anything, you could live in a constant state of Vizio Divina. You could. Maybe, maybe, could. maybe that is a piece of paradise. Like eternity, like, I don't know, like perfection. Maybe. Um, I mean, it depends. What if you, everywhere you look around and you don't see beauty? I guess it loses, beauty loses its like, I, I don't know. Yeah. You, I, you need the contrast. Maybe. Yeah, but what if you never see anything beautiful? Oh, what if you never see anything beautiful? That's the question you're asking. Because that exists in the world. 
Heard, yeah. So not everyone can exist in a state of always. Oh, no, 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 no. What I'm talking about is like maybe that is like the. Oh, the epitome. The, the yeah. Epi- the epitome. Like what happens in eternity. Like maybe we just live in a constant state of Visio Divina. Like. Oh, dope. Life yeah. just looks fantastic. I think the that's things true. that I see are just perfect. I think um, that's true for sure. So like I, I don't know, but we get these like little glimpses of it, kind of like a uh, uh, the Bible projects like little pockets of heaven thing. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, is that possible? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Um, for me, yeah. So let's yes, I do think so. Let me come yeah. back to that. Cool. Um. Visio Divina historically has been a practice in which you view and contemplate the divine based on what you see with your eyes. Most commonly, this practice has been done with art. Oh, yeah, yeah. And photography. For sure. sure. Um, And it's a very meditative, contemplative, and prayerful practice. Architecture too. Think. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, Think Catholicism. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. You're right. You're very right. Um. So, anyways, that is what life is for Visio Divina most of the time. Yeah. Um. It's been practiced for a very long time. Um. And here's what I will say, if I can have my little soapbox moment here to tell you why you need to care about Visio Divina five minutes into this podcast. Um, I think for a long time, I didn't know Visio Divina was possible. I didn't know anybody viewed the world that way. I didn't know Christianity was possible to view the world that way. Sure. Nobody talked about that. Nobody that I was reading talked about that. Nobody, nobody did sport, spiritual formation in the kind of way that I've now been exposed to. Visio Divina is a very unique experience for me because it opened me up to a world that told me that I could worship God outside of my mind and my mouth. Correct. Yeah. Then my eyes now had a part to play in this. Mm -hmm. And so here's the other thing I will say. As we're talking about introductory episode, and maybe we'll expand on this in a later episode, but Visio Divina is the starting place. Mm -hmm. You got to look at something. Mm -hmm. But the value of this practice is that you're engaging divine worship with a new sense. Sure. And so you can expand that based on the way in which you engage other senses, like maybe smell, Mm. incense, um, herbs, you know, whatever. Hearing. Yeah. Listening to music. um, Taste, touch. Yeah. You can do all of these things. Now, primarily, Visio Divina has been practiced as you simply looking at a painting or a portrait and praying. And meditating and contemplating. 
if I'm being honest, the reason in which I'm trying to show you how to expand is because that gets boring after a while. Yeah, and it's not something everybody wants to do either. Correct. And so it is one thing that you have in your tool belt of spiritual practices. Mm -hmm. But I like what Clayton said because we were outside talking about this off camera before we hit record. Yeah. And what did you say? Um, I mean, it's just like this <sighs> sitting down one moment and just looking at at this thing. We were we were looking at the sunset behind the trees, like just sitting down in the chair and just seeing this moment, visually engaging with this moment, is it could be a form of visio divina, um, and engaging the divine in in, in a way that like you can kind of just sit in. It's it's different to just sit in it. And it's not like it's different than listening. Sometimes you can combine elements of listening, but like just sitting and seeing is, I don't know, man. It, it changed me. <laughs> Being able to experience God, experience the divine, through just being able to watch and see. Um, for me, like, you guys have heard me talk about if you've been around for a while, just sitting by the river at the RV park and just watching the sun go down. Yeah. Um, that is one of my, like, most spiritual, most connected times because, like, I'm seeing the beauty that is nature yeah. um that isn't exactly what i said outside but it's the same sort yeah, of same vein concept like the visio divina was too limiting yeah it, like it, there is so much more to experiencing the divine through the things we see and my like i don't know sociological psychological type brain going here the way in which you view things as beautiful is defined by how your brain is functioning yeah um therefore you can live in a constant state of visio divina if you can see the beauty in everything i agree with you uh in your same vein this is why i spend so much time yeah. outside visio divina and this is why i love that you said that and this is why i brought it up visio divina literally means divine vision mm -hmm. like it just means seeing and experiencing the divine with your eyes so however you choose to do that um a lot of the time that's for me on my back porch mm -hmm. Sometimes that is for me at an art museum. Yeah. Um, I think some of the most beautiful art ever painted reflects divinity, yeah. even painted by non-Christians. Yeah. Um, I think beauty existing in the world is divine. Absolutely. Um, and engaging with that beauty visually. Yeah. Is visio divina. Yeah, I think so. That That is how I want to talk about it and think about it at yeah. least. 
Um, I'm currently planning a spiritual retreat for myself. It's one of the last things I have to do for my uh, degree at Baylor. And I'm going to do it at our family ranch during bow season. Um, and one of the requirements is I got to practice six hours of silence. Easy to do in a deer stand. Yeah, in a bow stand. Yeah, absolutely. Easy to it's do. Just easy to do. Easy to do. And I was thinking, what am I going to do to pass that time? Well, I'm absolutely going to listen to music. Um, excuse me. But I also might want something to look at. Do I want to bring a book? Am I going to read? Um, and I might also bring a book. But what I decided is I didn't want to rob my eyes of the beauty of what was before me. As I was evaluating all the options before me that I could do with a book. You've been where my bow stand is. It, there is plenty to look at and it is beautiful. Some of the most beautiful magnolia trees I've ever seen. We got white oaks. We got all kinds of wildlife. We got deer, hogs. We got a. We got some mountain lions and panthers. And yeah, there is so much wildlife to look at. Why would I ever rob my eyes of the beauty, like of the ability to look at it? Why would I rob myself of that journey, like of that part of the journey? Yeah. Um. That's Vizio Divina. Yeah. That's the way right in there. which I want people thinking about Visio Divina is like, mm-hmm. is there something before me that I'm doing an injustice to myself, not allowing myself to enjoy what it looks like? Yeah. And I think that can be for anything. And without being too crazy, and maybe we'll have a conversation about this. I think that can be admiring humans. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So like, especially if you married people, like admiring your spouse, yes. divine vision, divine yeah. vision, absolute, and remind them, yeah, like there, there is an element of of that that is like, yeah, you are nice to look at. Yeah, we need to do a whole, we need to do a whole episode on that. I think we absolutely. I, I need some time to put that one together, but yeah, we'll do a whole episode on that. Uh, yes, your eyes and the ways and the things in which you look at and making space to look at those things is and can be an act of worship if done appropriately. So here's the same way. This is what I will say. Everything can be divine vision, but there's also a reason we have to specify the divine vision exists because a lot of what we look at is not. That's right. Um, Sin is the corruption of anything that is for human flourishing in an inappropriate way that brings about an experience of death. Um, yeah, married people, it is 1000% dope and worshipful for you to look at your spouse yep. naked, clothed, anytime, every time, and think that they are beautiful and affirm that. Mm-hmm. It is not acceptable for you to do that same thing in a strip club. Mm. Yeah. There is whole a whole episode on this. There is an appropriate way to manifest yeah. your things and an inappropriate way. Divine vision is doing it in appropriate ways that pursue likeness to God in the way of Jesus. At a, at a very basic level, it is seeing and appreciating the divine beauty in the thing that you're looking at. Yes. And if you are objectifying a human for their body, you are dismissing 
other elements of them. Their divinity. You are you are dismissing, dismissing their, their divinity, divinity. Yep. and that is not divine vision. Mm-hmm. Um, whole ass episode needs to be done on that. You got that. Um, but sometimes Visio Divina could even be in like physically creating something and watching something come together. Oh, like gardening something and watching it grow? Or just like painting, yourself painting. Oh, creating a new divine vision. Yeah. Like creating sure. something that requires your vision. Yeah, we should do we should do a whole series after this on divine creativity cuz I mm-hmm. think there's so much I think the beauty the Bible is a creative book of divinity. Yeah. I think the tabernacle, the temple, I think there's so much of the creative elements of divinity that we need to talk about. Yeah, but, but in in a conversation about like Visio Divina, I mean like hell building a, a, a house yeah right like creating something that you think is now beautiful yeah there there is an element of visio divina to that for sure there's just so many different ways that we can talk about this and so many ways that we already experience it we just don't have language for it yeah. we just don't talk about it yeah when when we notice like oh that is a very pretty like whatever you walk into someone's house and you like, oh, you have a beautiful home. There, if it's beautiful, let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Like it, it is of God. Like yeah. if it is truly a beautiful thing, which anything of God is a beautiful thing. Like and also an element of the things that you create because divine creativity, like also are beautiful. Like, can we just sit and appreciate the beautiful things and then talk about? how magnificent this, it, how yeah. magnificent it is and also recognize this is worship well we're about to spend several weeks talking about it. thanks for listening to the practicing presence podcast hosted by wellhouse church be sure to give us a rating and a review if you enjoyed the episode it's free and it helps us immensely also feel free to check out our other podcasts